Hello and welcome to the Points of Brew podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Points of Brew podcast with me, Stephen Carter. And this week we are doing a bit of a special. This is the first video version of the podcast that we uh, that we have done or I have done, shall we say. Uh, and this week I'm joined by Tori Powell from A Woman's Brew. How are you doing, Tori? Okay? Hello. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Thanks yeah. for having me on. And yeah. uh first time doing a video so apologies I guess for people I hate watching myself so I'm always like yeah sorry if you're watching my videos but uh yeah it's a pleasure coming on so no thank no thank you for joining you um you've got one up over me sort of doing this because you do it with Joanne on your your own show don't you so it's this is new this is new ground to me so compared to me or (laughs) someone you're an expert now so I've, I've yeah. sort of hit you up for tips on both of you, aren't I? So uh, hopefully this goes this goes smoothly in the recording yeah. and the editing as well. But we will we will it's see. Fine. And as I said to you, if if you mess it up, it's only me, so it's all right. You're not going to mess it up, <laughs> but if you do, it's only me, so it's you know it's far far bigger people you can mess it up with. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't, not in a disrespectful way, I hope I don't, but like you say, it's not a, a brewery or something that no. I've been planning this for weeks and this big launch and it's like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've actually made a bit of a pig's ear of this, so, but yeah. It's all right, I'll be the guinea pig, so it's okay, it's totally We've got, we've got to start somewhere, we've got to start <laughs> yeah. somewhere, so. so yeah, you'll, you'll nail it anyways, it's good. <laughs> fingers crossed, fingers crossed, but thank you for coming on, I appreciate it, so it's nice to speak to other people sort of in yeah. and about the craft beer scene rather than just breweries all the time, so I think it's good to to get to know people really and we've sort of inadvertently met once haven't we when you when you came in the <laughs> yes. shop sort of it was yeah. a while ago now wasn't it, it was sort of yeah October it was November, yeah like I would say it was around October because um I remember distinctly because I was going up to see my father-in-law in Whitby and I'd uh, I heard of your shop obviously from the craft beer forums that that were on and um my mate Helen always buys from you and is like yeah yeah it's a really good shop so it's like I'll just stop there on the way up just in case I can't find anything good to drink up in Whitby uh it it was more or less on the way it wasn't really a big diversion or anything like that and I remember because Halloween stuff was out in Whitby so it's got to be October and um I remember just commented like oh cheers guys and thanks to the really nice guy that offered to help bring my beers out to the car and you were like that was me (laughs) I was like oh well, it's like oh, perfect. I've, I've done it so many times since like this whole COVID things when you there's people with face masks and it's really hard to just sort of identify yeah. people just by their eyes it's like yeah. is that so-and-so because there's been so many times I thought I'll ask if you're so-and-so and it's turned out not to be them and I'm glad it wasn't because I'm like I'll just look like an idiot then but yeah it's um but yeah we've, we're part of a the same Facebook forum the Craft Beer yeah. UK forum so we have actually spoken not in this sense but we've kind of got to know each other a little bit that way haven't we so we yeah 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 met virtually and we're meeting virtually like this but some, yeah we met sometime. virtually then accidentally met in person <laughs> yeah. and you offered to help me because my ha- I got I got a lot more beers than I intended well, so on getting and I was gonna say can I leave this here and come back and you were like I could just take it out to the car and little did you know my husband was sitting in the car he could he could have come in to help me but I was like just stay out here it's fine it's all yeah, good yeah. And, then he, and then you're like oh I'll help you it's like thank you yeah. uh, and then yeah and then we've met again virtually and doing this now so that's that's yeah. great it, it could have been staying out in outside for for social distancing you know you could, you could we could just say that is we're keeping it keeping him safe keeping him to safe, be fair so. that was it because I sort of <laughs> saw the size of the shop and I was kind of waiting out and then I was like just stay just stay in the car because I was like you're just mm. gonna you you don't 
he doesn't care. He's just like, go pick up whatever, do whatever you want. And I'm like, okay. And I was thinking he's not going to have much input, so just leave him in the cart, it's fine. Yeah. So, so is he not in, as, as into it as you were then, or do you just yeah. have your free reign of buying whatever you want, basically? Yeah, pretty much, because I think he will pretty much drink anything. Um, he, of, he prefers craft. He doesn't really like sort of macro stuff normally mm. or anything like that. He likes craft, but he will pretty much drink anything, so... He trusts what I buy and he tends to like what what I buy. Um, there's some stuff that he's just like, yeah, not to my taste, but that would be something more like something that's really bitter or something that he's just not expecting. Mm. Um, but I mean, he really likes sours and stuff, which as you probably know, like sours can be quite an acquired taste. And he's yeah. just like, yeah, no, it's cool. He's game for pretty much anything. So he's just like, you go pick it out and I'll just drink whatever. Because at the end of the day to him, he's like, yeah, it tastes like a beer. And I'm like, can you not tell the difference between this one and this one? And he's just like, it's beer, isn't it? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's good though, in a way that you get free reign, but then by the same token that he's not if appreciating it, not necessarily for what it is, but compared to obviously you, he's like kind of comparing yeah. it a little bit more in depth. And then it's just, it's nice that it's a beer. Yeah. It, this this will probably mean something to you more than maybe to some other people but um uh, when joanne and i did our episode and we were talking about sort of our ipa anti-establishment ipa and normal mm. brew dog punk ipa um i did sort of like a blind tasting before that um to see if i could guess which ones were which and I, I got them right um but then it was when we were in whitby actually um we were sitting around the airbnb sort of waiting to go over mm. and see my father-in-law and um i was like oh taste this one it's a bit weird and I was like taste this one and then taste this one and he was just like they taste the same and I was like no they taste (laughs) like they taste totally different what do you mean they taste the same and he's like it's it's hoppy like I was like no I can't be doing this right now yeah Yeah, it's like I can't be doing this it's too much (laughs) the only thing I don't like is when I really like something and I have to share it with him. And then I'm like, mm. you don't even appreciate this and I have to share this with you. But yeah, I do yeah. it anyways out of love, but I maybe give him a, a shorter pour than I give yeah, myself. Tiny, tiny little measure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops, halfway. Yeah. Oh dear, what a shame. Yeah, I do yeah. understand what it means though. Cause I mean, I've, I've had all three of them and I suppose sort of not to the untrained eye, but not somebody who's into it as much. They are very similar. But like you said, yeah. there, are, there are subtle dif- subtle differences between all three of them. So yeah, so yeah, I, I imagine it must get quite infuriating. But especially because I like to do my beer comparisons, so I'll get like mm. all similar styles, and I'll go like, okay, let's compare, you know, these tiramisu's together to see which ones like the closest to an actual tiramisu and what the different mm. ones are like. And then it's like, you know, we did ice cream pails together, and I sit there, I'm like, taste these, like taste all of them, and he's just like, yeah, they're fine. And I'm like. <laughs> what uh, which one do you like the best like yeah they're all fine and i'm like i'll that's, just do it my, myself i do yeah, it myself yeah. now and i just go here's your half you can you can go <laughs> yeah just don't don't ask for any sort of in-depth detail or review because it's just it, it, it sounds like that sort of person that would say on, like, on untapped it's really really nice this and then just give it like a three and <laughs> yeah. it's just like it can't be that nice then yeah he would just, he, he would probably he does use untapped he, he would be mm. that person that just goes it's really nice <laughs> and that's it <laughs> how yeah. I don't put any notes in if I'm honest because I keep notes separately like in a notepad but he would be that person that would just go it's nice and then mm. not elaborate and you'd be like but why why is it yeah, nice yeah. Uh, sometimes I do it depends it depends on when I've done it if it's a late check-in it's obvious I've done it as a late check-in yeah. because then it's like I can't actually remember much okay. about it from the time so I just I just check it in saying good it was okay yeah, good <laughs> yeah yeah good. liked it yeah yeah I liked it and so should you and so should yeah. you. yeah so this is the first another first 
for the podcast as well is that I don't always usually drink beers as we go with the person. I sometimes have a beer whilst we record, but I've usually drank beers ah. beforehand. So tonight, as we record, we have semi coordinated. Well, so we actually have coordinated, don't we? We have the beers coordinated that we have fully, yes. fully, so <laughs> fully <just> coordinated. <laughs> yes. So we we are starting with a beer that is local to me. Um, and I think they're, well, no, there's no other ones, there's ones, where are Three Hills? They're, they're, they're... Three Hills is Northamptonshire. Yes, they're Northamptonshire, yeah. yeah. I really should remember that because I recorded them this week, but because they've, they've got a place on Beermondsay, haven't they? Yeah, they've that got a Beer Mile room. location and they've got the uh, Northamptonshire. Yeah, yeah. So we've got two two North and one South, which is a, it's a good split. But the first beer yeah. that we've got is um, an American Hopster in Leeds by Quirky Ales, which uh, who are over in Garforth, which is not very far from the shop. So yeah, so we can we can do this because it's, yeah, we can do this are, now. This will be yeah, if yeah. you're watching the video, <laughs> so, yes. you'll see the can. Yeah. So for anyone who knows and doesn't know, really, Quirky are a, a, generally speaking a more traditional brewer. Um, their core range is bottles, not cans. Uh, but this is their new series of cans that they've done, uh, which is an American IPA. So it's series one, episode one, uh, with an American movie theme. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll crack this open and we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what we make of it. But you got you got bought this by uh, Helen, who we've yeah. already mentioned, didn't you? Yeah, I'm funnily enough, and she's gonna love this because I tell her all the time. I talk about her quite a lot on podcasts. So like, if you listen to the <laughs> the podcast with Joanne and I, we reference her like so much as well because I'll just be like, oh yeah um Helen told me about this well Helen bought me this so she's just kind of become this like mythical being of like just oh Helen um but yes Helen bought me this um because I'm from the US for anybody that doesn't know um and so she saw it and she was like that's amazing you need to have it and she's like I've I've got you a present and I'm sending it to you in the mail and I'm like okay and then yeah that's what it turned out to be because basically for anyone that's not seen the uh, can art on it is obviously it's called a hopster in the uh, American hopster in Leeds so that there's obviously that but the the design on it is sort of like an American flag uh, in the lettering so mm. she was like I saw it and I needed to get it for you so <laughs> that's how I ended up with it yeah never well, heard of them before it's always good to try something new it's always good to yeah. try something new so and you always kind of get that benefit because obviously Helen shops with us quite yes. a lot so you will get access to sort of beers up north that you wouldn't necessarily see down south albeit on sort of a much limited scale but at least you've got that option that she does send you beer quite regularly don't you which I think is a great thing that part of this community this space is that you do sort of get these beer pals almost that you can say well can I just chuck in a couple of cans with your order or can you pick this up for me and send it down it's it's I've never I've never experienced it in anything else before apart from beer it's it's really great so yeah basically um Helen and I just refer to ourselves as like beer wives so she's my beer wife so basically um she's been lovely because there'll be times that there's something that I just want one can of and she's like well I'm going to I'm going to you know YCB I'm going to Rainville or or wherever she happens to be going and they've got it and she's like do you want me to get it for you and I'm like yes please and I'll just send you something from here as well so I just sent her um, a Brewdog bloody good uh, lager they did because I got a bunch sent to me Um, Mm. I I wanted to have them because obviously as, as a female it was something that I really wanted to get a hold of because it was obviously the the celebration of you know uh, the tax free or, or the the free period products up in Scotland so mm-hmm. I was like I wanted that and I knew she wanted it as well um and I was like I've got some I'll just send you one if you want and she's like yes please because none of us wanted to buy a 12 pack of it I've got yeah. you've seen my beer I've got enough beer <laughs> I don't need a 12 pack of brew dog so I was like here I'll send you some as well <laughs> yeah well I, I thought I had a 
a, a sort of a, a large and growing collection of beers until you sent me sort of five boxes full of beer that are scattered around us. These are mine and my husband's and these are for the show. And, and then I've ordered some more and some more have turned up and I'm like, wow. Yeah, that, that kind of puts my... Because <laughs> I've got a top, the top shelf of the fridge is full at the minute. And then I've got there's a, there's a small kitchen table that's about half full of different things. But then I was like, yeah, that, that puts mine to shame. That really does. Yeah, it's, um, it's bad. I've tried to curb my buying, really. I genuinely have. Um, it's just... I said when, you, when you're doing something and you're like oh this is what we want to do for a podcast episode this would be really good or we've just started interviewing you'll know we've just started interviewing um breweries because mm. obviously we both did three hills which was really cool because you were like I'm doing three hills like me too yeah. um <laughs> and uh I'm repping my three hills glass today actually um it's a really good and- glass as well that really yes, good it's sturdy it's very it yes like compared to some techies that are really paper thin that is a good yeah. good glass i think if you if you hit that on something it's not gonna break i mean i won't but, try uh, it but you know no i'm not i'm not gonna try <laughs> it but um but yeah it's it's that thing of i'll go oh this is really good we, we need to order this particular brewery because we're going to interview them or we're doing this particular style so let's let's put in an order and you kind of start going well to make shipping worthwhile i kind of have to order mm. enough so then you end up tacking a few in for yourself or or you know however need to go about it and that's how I just end up accumulating a bit more than maybe I want but I I think tips for people if you find you want to try stuff and and that's a problem is like you mentioned before doing shared orders with people so Joanne and I will do shared shared orders for the podcast Helen and I will you know get things and swap Um, a bunch of us do swaps within the beer group and it's just it helps save you and it helps stop you from putting in lots of orders and ended up like me with like a hundred plus beers more beers than what you can no time to drink no time to drink them because I work you know full time so it's like Monday to Friday I try to be really good and then it's like you can only fit so much in Friday Saturday Sunday well this is the problem but yeah I've always I've said this from like all the time that people have been on furlough and everything last year I worked all the way through last year I got made redundant from my previous job before I ended up at YCB and I had four days off in between being made redundant and starting that job and I've like, that's the only four days that I've had off in that whole time. I wasn't on furlough, I wasn't home. Then I was like, all these people that sat about yeah, gaming, yeah, yeah. drinking beers, putting times into podcasts and buying beer and posts about it. I've, I've had none of that. And it sounds so ungrateful because I'm really grateful that I've had a job and I ended up at YC. But in part of me just thinks, I'd like to have had a month where I just sat and did nothing. I just, just to drink beer and play you video think games. That. You yeah. think that. I was forced to take sort of time off over, I had to take, two and a bit weeks off over Christmas I I, mm. I took as little as possible because I was supposed to take more because I was supposed to go see my family in the US and that didn't happen mm. um, but my work shut I work in telecoms and because of freeze periods and everything else we shut for like two weeks yeah. um, two and a bit weeks straight and we came back on the 4th of Jan and you start off going oh this is nice I can kind of do whatever I want and then you start going like yeah I'll just do that later though because I can sleep in today I can do this I can do that and then you end up doing nothing and then you get so bored from doing nothing you're not motivated to do anything (laughs) so you sit around going I don't have anything to do but I don't want to do those things that I can be doing and Mm. and you can only drink so much beer before you're like I should really not have another beer right now yeah you start staring at beer fridge at like 11 o'clock in the morning it's like nah this is really not acceptable this is not okay yeah but then you remind yourself like it's quarantine time so I'm an adult and I can do what I want yeah well well I started with good intentions in January to like same as you rain it in during the week and just drink on the weekends and I made it till about the last week in January and I was like what else have I got to do and if I want a beer on a night after work I'm not going to kill myself if I've done it because yeah. I'm, do- I'm literally going to work, coming home, 
playing Fortnite most nights or Xbox most nights and then going to bed and that's literally it. So if yeah. I want a beer, then what, what's the harm? The thing is I mean? though as well is everything's just becoming a bit deja vu Groundhog Day um, mm-hmm. where yep. for me, I think a lot of us, obviously you you actually physically commute into work now, but a lot yeah. of us end up working from home. So it's like I wake up, I go downstairs, log onto my PC, I work, do a lot of work, straight through dinner if it's a podcast night a podcast um and then go to bed rinse and repeat every day and mm-hmm. it's like it just the only time I leave the house is to go get my click and collect grocery orders to pick up a coffee after my grocery orders because that's the one treat we get a week and to run over to siren to do like the weekly orders that I put in with them yeah, so yeah. it's the like cool that's when I leave the house and it's very little um but you know saying that I feel like I wish I had more time because it feels like I've got all the time in the world, but simultaneously no time. I listened to yeah. your um, your episode you did with the guy from Tanked Up talking about Ghost of Tsushima. And mm. I bought that for my husband as a Christmas present because it was kind of also a selfish present because it was one that I wanted you could play as, it well. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, he wants all these games. If I just pick the ones that I also want to play as well, that's kind of like double double bonus. So I got that, but we've just not had any time to sit and play it <laughs> despite really wanting to. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It just it, we we say this all the time as well. It's just you think, you know, oh, I've got all this time, these three months, and it's like, well, we're already a month into this new lockdown. It's like, well, where's that month gone? Where's that time actually it's February. gone? How's it February? Uh, well, I was. I think it was <laughs> where, Monday that it was the first, you know, and on the Sunday the third. Yeah. But I was re- I was flicking through my phone. It's today's thirty first of January. I was like, nah, it's not. It's really not, and then it's it really is. It's just yeah. last. I, I say this last year, considering that everyone was oh, this year is going to go so slow. This lockdown is going to drag on forever. It's literally that twenty twenty yeah. just disappeared. It just yeah. went. It was ridiculous. It's crazy. I find it's just it's like t- it's weird to say because it's like time's going so fast, but also so slow. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, how is it doing both? I don't know, but weeks feel like the longest and then you look and you're like oh my god it's a month later how did that happen mm. not enough time in the weekends the weekends fly by and then mm. the weeks just go like molasses it's awful yeah but then this we and the weekends disappear but there's there's nowhere to go there's nothing to do we yeah. you know we might we might go to a, for a walk we've last two weekends we've booked for a, a local national trust place go do a walk around there but that, that's it and you yeah. come home that's the saturday done then sunday it's like that, yeah yeah We've, that's our weekend gone just for that one walk so we don't even but, do that we're like we walk to the dog and uh one of us walks the dog in the morning the other one does the evening and then it's mm. like cool what else should we do and, and we kind of feel we should be doing something useful so my husband like works on his car and I'm like I usually podcast on the weekends um because it's when mm. Joe and I are both free and then it turns into like oh, I should really do some like writing outlines for the podcast and doing all those things I didn't get a chance to do in the week and then going I could just watch RuPaul's Drag Race tonight and just turn my brain off. So that's what yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, though, isn't it? It's just it's just nice to just wind down. There's enough mm. there's enough going on in the world, like you say. It's just to sometimes just switch off, yes. just sit and watch something or play something, yeah. and just completely switch off from the world and just not have to think about anything. Sometimes. So. Yeah, I've decided to commit to doing the whole trend of the of the bath beer, and I mean, not take photos of it. I think I gave it my best shot. <laughs> sitting in the tub apparently that was wasn't a, was right a, it was a great shot apparently it wasn't right <laughs> but I've taken to saying okay well I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna read a bit and I'm gonna enjoy a beer listen to music maybe read a book or just just chill out and de-stress and not not sit in front of a laptop for yeah. just maybe an hour or so because I think 
I spend my whole time at work in front of a laptop podcasting. you're in front of a laptop mm. when I'm doing my beer notes I'm usually in front of a laptop um or watching tv screen time so I'm like I need some time where I'm not in front of a screen so I mm. just am like I've committed to doing that now every Sunday so I can have a bit of mindfulness away from the screens yeah well that's it it's even more so now with I mean most jobs you are in front of screens anyway but everything now yeah. is on a screen digital we start watching tv more more zoom yeah. meetings that would be face-to-face meetings or in-person yeah. meetings and obviously being on Instagram all the time as we are just it's it's quite <laughs> shocking and alarming how much time now especially that we must actually spend looking at screens all day so it is like Completely. it's a nice on a, on a it's usually Sunday is my day to do it sort of finish the week right and prepare for the next week right just usually watch American football which obviously is with Super Bowl in this weekend so I'll be yeah, watching yeah, that yeah. but once once that football's finished that's like that's all I watch when I'm in your bath I just put just put the NFL on sit and have a beer and just watch that but now that's finished it's kind of like what now oh yeah what are you gonna else. do now gonna have I to know. find another another sport but I think I like <laughs> a lot of the sports have sort of come to, I don't know if if the American sports for spring are gonna start back up or not who knows well it's, it's the only American sport that I really watch is the NFL to be honest I'm not into any other ones really but it's just every, that's it, you need to pick up later, another hobby and it, well, <laughs> you I need, need to pick up another else. sport yeah I need to find something else, but it's because it coincides nice because it's later on because of the time difference. Go on. I've got a good one. Go on. I've got a good one. You could start watching Marble Races on YouTube. I'm sold. It is literally, it's insane. I tried to pitch this. I have what I think is million pound ideas. These incredible thoughts is what I like to call them. And I tried to pitch this idea to my husband for like uh, just something stupid to do while we drink so it actually gives mm. purpose so I was like look these marble races on YouTube are the most hilarious thing I've ever seen because they have the commentary on them like they're mm. just a normal NASCAR race but it's just right. marbles and they have these like really elaborate tracks and they all have these like ridiculous names and then the announcers will be like talking about like oh this one green overtook pink and it's like <laughs> insane and it's so funny and I said to him we should watch these races and we should bet on them like we're like we're actually at a race like we've yeah. got Monopoly I was like we can use Monopoly money and he's like no he's like I'm not gonna. he's ridiculous. like oh, if you make me watch them I'll watch them and he's like but I'm not betting Monopoly money <laughs> and he goes you don't go to a pub to watch races do you and I was like not yet but you could it's a thing go with me and he just refused so that could be your new sport is you could just watch marble races this, this sounds so ridiculous that I'm actually gonna have to go do it now it's so funny just honestly listen to the commentary it's it made me laugh so hard it's probably funnier when you're drinking so definitely drink first then watch marble well if i if i watch one of them or probably inevitably about 10 of them after we've finished tonight then that's probably the the best introduction isn't it really after we three or four yeah yeah, definitely agree definitely do that i'll be up till 4 a.m now just watching marbles you're gonna curse me in the morning like i've been doing marble races all night (laughs) it's 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 yeah, it's one of them things that just sounds so daft that people just spend too many hours sitting and watching. But if you think about all the things that yeah. are other things that are on YouTube that we all watch, that's like, that's why? why? I is think it I thing? found it by just going down a rabbit hole. Like I was watching something else and then it was like, here's a suggested thing for you. And I was like, okay. And I put it on and Give I was like, oh, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched the like three of them. Best thing on YouTube right now. Uh, well let's 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 move it slightly back towards beer anyway sorry yeah yes i mean it's, it's this is this is gold this sort of extra cut it all out is, you yeah. can cut it all oh, out no, this, don't this you worry is, this is gold this is staying right in this is this is this is core content right now um tell us how how did you get into craft beer how did you get into this whole scene what was sort of the when did the when did the f- switch get flipped 
So for me, um, obviously growing up in the US, it's, it's a bit different. Um, I, I, the way I would explain it is sort of craft beer in the US, or I'm reading a book right now, which is about craft, the argument about what is it isn't craft. And, mm. and it can be quite difficult as well, because um, what we all refer to as craft might be different to somebody else. So yes. sort of my idea of what craft is based in the US is you can have craft breweries, um, that are sort of producing on the same level as macro. So you might not, you might have it in your head that it's actually a macro brewery, but it's not. So um, being from Boston, there's like a lot of quite big breweries around there or, mm-hmm. or a lot of like um, craft breweries that are around there before I moved. And after I moved, it just absolutely sort of blew up. Um, but I drank a lot of like harpoon and stuff like that. Um yeah which I think a lot of people over here probably won't know what Harpoon is, but it was, um, it's like Harpoon UFO. They made lots of different seasonal stuff and it was just such a high level of production um, that it was easy to get a hold of. The price points were quite good. It was local and um, it had the same quality. It is the quality that you expect from craft. So I really kind of spent a lot of my young years drinking Harpoon, drinking, um, no, it's not technically craft now but drinking um blue moon all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um really enjoying it um moved over here uh in 2013 i was drinking sort of brew dog at that point i wasn't getting massively adventurous with it it was kind of like when we could go to a brew dog bar i'd go and then i'd try guest guest beers yeah, yeah. it wasn't until the last few years that i started diving in a little bit more sort of adventuring outside and going okay well all this tiny rebel and there's you know a few other um breweries that um that's quite interesting and like slowly branching out from there um but i would say i probably went full on into craft in this capacity with being on the forums and everything at the start of lockdown last year um because it just became so like you don't have your friends coming around all the time you don't, you're not going out and finding new places anymore. Uh, so it just became, okay, I'll go on these Facebook forums because it will be, let's talk about something that I'm interested in and just go from there. And then you see what everybody else is buying and drinking. And the fact that I think COVID meant more people had to sell online. So it was more easily accessible without going to a bar to get it, that it just became like, oh, that looks really good what that person's going to have. So I'm going to try that. And um, I might as well get a few other things from that brewery. And I think that's when my more adventurous side sort of kicked in. So about a year ago, that was. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because even though obviously what's happened with COVID, it is really bad. And it's obviously it's shut a load of pubs and restaurants. We can't go out. But the thing that I've sort of seen and said, especially sort of mid to end last year, is that there's never been such an availability of beer to drink at home because everyone's been forced to canning bottle as opposed to obviously keg and cask. There's never been a better time to get into it, really, because it's all so available now. Brewers have been selling direct to customer, more coming to bottle shops like ourselves and being more accessible. And yes, it's been because it's been a necessity and they've had to do it to, to survive, really. But like obviously like yourself like you said there just last year you've got into it more because there's so much on the market now that it's just it's a great time to to get involved with it really isn't it that's it and I think like for me I'm I'm very fortunate to be I'm I'm Berkshire based so I've got a lot of really good breweries around me um you know all the ones that are in the Redden area and you know Siren Craft Breweries only like 10 minutes away Siren and Elusive are only a 10 minute drive away from me mm-hmm. um so I think pre-COVID I sort of I knew Siren because they were sort of local to me I knew Brewdog um when the Brewdog bar opened up 
few years ago, however long ago it was now in Reading, um, that made it even more accessible to go in. I knew wild weather because um, wild weather was sort of close mm-hmm. enough to me and started drinking more of the adventurous stuff from Brewdog uh, because of their guest section and then going, oh, that's quite nice. Oh, OK, let's let's try this other one that I'd never heard of. Um, so so, yeah, I think the accessibility of it now being able to get it online having so much time to kill as well means I spend a lot of time browsing (laughs) all (laughs) all the things that I want to try so I can build up this list of like I'd like to try from this brewery and this one and this one um so I'm never short of knowing who I want to go to to try something so that's the thing you get FOMO on these beer forums you see other people trying something that looks amazing and you're like Mm. oh I kind of need to have that now don't I yeah I've I've never really experienced FOMO in anything apart from beer it's like yeah I need to need to rein it in need to really stop spending so much money on beer then Polly's bring a birthday quad out and some so and so bring something else out and it's just like I can't miss that I can't not buy that beer it's just it's just a niche that I've never really had with anything before apart from I'd say apart from consoles, really, because I've, I've always been a console gamer. So, like, when the new Xbox came out, I had to get one, and I did. Uh, but I wouldn't rest until I got one if I wasn't lucky to get one. So they're the only things that I've really got it. But the beer is just insane. It's just it's just a can of beer at the end of the day. But you, you don't want to get I think it's a bit out, different, though. It's a, it's a bit different, though, because I think um, I've experienced FOMO to like a similar degree obviously when it comes to like video games and stuff like that yeah. and also I play board games like you can't really see it but I've got a whole shelf of board games like right there and um just some interesting strategy games that come out they're like oh that's really cool but I think the difference between like those type of hobbies and beer and I would classify beer as a hobby um is the fact that like I know that this game is gonna be there in six months time you know the smaller the brewery and the smaller the batch the beer is the less likely you're going to get that in six months time like they're not going to still be producing that and and canning it and putting it out to the market in six months time potentially you might still find it depending on the style it may or may not be all right at that point um you know it's it's that kind of thing where there's more of an immediate need to get it because it's like you don't get this now they might not rebrew it and you're never going to know and everyone's going to talk about how amazing it is and how it's their beer of the year and you didn't get it but i think the thing to keep in mind is there's always going to be the next beer of the year fomo around the corner so you have to decide which ones you're going to you're going to have to go yeah i have to skip out on that one or you're forever going to be spending money that you just don't have yeah well this is it isn't it? it's i mean i've never sort of thought of it that way but like you say when you put it in perspective when it's this is a one-off never again then it's like well yeah that that's your that's your golden ticket and then you never get it but i mean for me the sort of the two really purchases that i need to make annually will be putty by verdant or Chubbles by Cloudwater, which I think that is tomorrow as we record on Wednesday night. I think Chubbles yeah. is tomorrow. I may um, or may not have heard rumblings about that. So yes, I've I've heard sort of different things about that as well. So it's that that's usually my they're usually my two two go-tos on a yearly basis because Verdant are my sort of my go-to and favourite brewery. So there putty is my my go-to every year and it's it's not let me down. And I see conflicting things, but you do on on Instagram about everything that it's not worth the hype or what have you. And it's like, well, it's personal, it's personal taste, isn't it? That's it. It all depends on what that hype means to you and and what your preferred style is. Like if you love massive, you know, immense barrel-aged impy stouts, like you're you might go, yeah, that putty that's come out this year, like what, you know, whatever, it's just another dipper, isn't it? Mm. 
if that is your thing, then then for you, you're going to be like, yeah, 100%, that's worth the money for me. And I'll, I'll forego one of the barrel aged and be stouts because you might, I mean, you might like them both, yeah. but you know, it all comes down to your personal preference at the end of the day and what you consider. Is it worth the hype for you? Is it worth the money for you? So, yeah. Well, this is the thing. So, I mean, I, I don't do stouts, so I don't see that. Obviously, I don't get into the stouts, which I'm quite glad for in a way because some of the, <laughs> some of the big stouts are quite expensive. Yeah. So I think for me, at least, yeah. that does mean I can buy a little bit more and spend my money a little bit more wisely about, oh, there's, yeah. there's this one big impy stout and it's £9 a can. So it's like, oh, good. you know, so it's I'm quite yeah. grateful in that sense. that I might get into stouts eventually. You know, people do keep telling me that I do need to get onto them, but it's still not a, I just can't do it. I think it kind of all just it. depends because I'll be honest, I used to just be like hop, like hop, hop, hop. Mm. Like I was never huge into stouts. Um, but then I just kind of found that, my palate just changed one day I think I just had a few really good ones that were a bit like pastry stouts a bit sweeter Mm. a bit you know fuller in that sense as opposed to bittersweet cacao and like you know just the roasty dark notes if if you will um and then from there I think I started drinking more of them and then I just kind of adjusted so now I kind of like all types of stouts whereas Mm. before I was like yeah I'd never gravitate to them um never really felt like i had FOMO over them if you know what I mean and now I'm like yeah I really want that one that's just come out and I've got like a whole cupboard in the other room that's got like stouts in it and I'm just like yeah anything that sounds nice I'm like oh yes please I just got the um three three hills marshmallow s'more bp Mm. avk so I was like yeah need to need to get that one yeah it's always bad when I say a bad it could be good when you've already got like a a a stout shelf or a stout cupboard or something it just this is where the special ones live and the the other ones just go in a box you know so it's just yeah these are ones that I'm keeping for a special occasion these ones that nobody's touching like yeah that's pretty much it yeah Yeah, my husband gets a separate beer shelf in the fridge where it's like he here's your fridge fillers that you're allowed to pull from without asking me anything on the other shelf or the other fridge you ask first because that could be just a one-off that I'm not going to get again so you need to ask first so I I give him like a section where I'm like here's your brew dogs or your fridge fillers that you can just go and grab and that's fine the stouts don't even unless I know I'm ready to drink it they Mm. don't sit in the fridge because I'm like I don't want anyone to just grab that yeah well I mean thankfully you don't have that problem at the moment do you really so no at least you don't have to worry about getting beers in specific these are my beers these are your beers the good beers yeah. but you're not touching mine that's yeah oh, we've had friends over before and you know or he's had friends our friends over and I've come home from being somewhere else and I've like walked in the kitchen and they're like drinking one of our beers and it's like oh he didn't bring his own so I told him to grab one I'm really sorry he grabbed that and I'm like <laughs> it's fine like it's mm. not a problem thankfully it's one that's not an expensive one so it's mm. all right <laughs> it was just 10 pound for that one can but it's okay it's oh thank thankfully it was only like I think a four quid one and I was like mm. that's fine I can live with that I was like he was next to one that was that was about 10 quid so I'm glad he picked that one and not another one because he probably would have picked it up gone I don't like it and then drain poured it Mm. yeah there's a a customer who comes into the shop and he said that he'd found that one day I can't remember I think if he had like a Polly's tipper from us or something he got he got some sort of double or triple that he was really looking forward to um and he I think he got back from got back from work or it was one the time where we could have people round you know back way back when in the summer um I remember those times yeah those 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 (laughs) glory days um and his uh, his girlfriend would just sat drinking that with a with her friend and he'd only, he'd only bought one can of it and he was like, uh, so that's that's not mine then. So yeah, and then he asked her, and Oof. then she was, I think she was she was the same as what your husband is. Did you like it? 
we're all right. It will be here. And it's like, that's divorce material right there. <laughs> I wouldn't divorce him, but I'd be like, <laughs> can you at least give me something more? Tonight. Like, can you at least give me something more than it was all right? Like, can yeah, you just yeah. <laughs> at least tell me you liked it? Like, tell mm. me it was really good. And then at least I'll feel like it wasn't a waste. Yeah, at least somebody enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So before we move on to the next beer, sorry, and the next sort of subject, let's sort of wrap up what we thought about the quirky. So I know we we said we weren't going to drink them all for for pictures afterwards and what have you. But yeah, I keep my half, so I've still got half in the can for me to take photos yeah, yeah. and tasting notes after, and I finish my first half. This is a life that we lead. This is yeah. a life that we lead. So yeah. So what 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 were your what were your thoughts? Um, I I thought it was good. Uh, there's like a woodiness to it that I kind of wasn't expecting. Um because I don't I don't tend to get in in an American IPA I don't tend to get any like woody smokiness to it and I mm. kind of got a woody smokiness and I thought that was quite it was interesting it was really interesting um wasn't bad at all it was just it was different than what I thought it was going to be so I'm excited to sort of after this take my photos and take some more in-depth notes but I didn't want to didn't want to be trying to like sneak notes on here so I've just <laughs> left myself that bit but yeah what, what do you think about it I'm interested yeah. to hear what you thought I'm getting a lot of bitterness from it. So I don't get woodiness, but I get a lot of bitterness, which I quite like. It's my sort of style that I lean towards is West Coast anyway. Um, so I sort of do crave that more bitter edge from it. I mean, given it's got, well, we've got we've got Citra, Mosaic and Amarillo, I thought there'd be a bit yeah. more hop flavour and aroma to it, which I'm not getting that in sort of abundance. The, the, I'm getting yeah. more bitterness than anything, which I know those sort of three hops there do traditionally give you the bitter edge but especially with citra being in there i thought it might have given some sort of a little bit of juiciness or fruitiness but i'm, I'm just getting bitterness which i i personally don't mind um yeah but i know for some it is i'm getting a lot of bitterness which i know some probably would put people off because it's not what they're there for or trying to get out of it so yeah yeah no that, yeah. that makes sense completely but yeah I'm, i'll um i'm looking forward to what they what they're doing so i know they're kind of restricted by their their sort of scale because they don't have their own canning line so they're obviously oh, relying right. on external companies fitting them in for canning runs and things so so do they just have one of those people that come around with the machine and can sort of at their site or do they have to sort of they shipped it off their stuff as far as they shipped it off yeah yeah so i think it was a case of that they had to put it in whatever they put it in i don't know because obviously it's a, a decent chunk of beer well i don't know if they put it in a tank like a special tank to get it there I'm, i've no idea how it works but mm. but then they obviously had to can it for them and send it back um so yeah so i'd be interested to see the the second outing what it is because i know they haven't announced anything yet in terms of what it is or where this sort of series might take them but but we'll um we'll see where the next, the next yeah i'll definitely is. try it it'll be interesting to see what comes out next yeah, if it's yeah, another definitely. american theme i'll definitely get it so well helen will be sending you it anyway neither, so <laughs> yeah. i imagine so if it is yeah, we'll i'm see. sure you'll be i'm sure you'll be fine um so which so which one do you want to head to next do you want to, do you want to sort of go sort of light again do you want to go for the the keller or do you want to take your lead well should we we mix it up should we go for the tartarus should we should we go for the big one yeah okay we'll we'll mix it up again so the next beer for the those people watching is elf by tartarus so these are relatively new brewery based in horsworth in leeds um and this is a black pepper belgian triple at 9.5 percent very excited to try this a decent sized beer now i'm interested to try it because belgian styles aren't necessarily my thing but are I they had, not no i have had their saison um which i actually quite enjoyed um so i am interested to to give it a go 
I've got that one as well, the the Saison. I've just not had it yet. Yeah. I'm saving it because um so the person that I do the podcast with, uh Women's Through Podcast is Joanne and she um she has a beer school called Love Beer Learning and on top of that she also has something called the Beer Tent Society. So I've joined that Beer Tent Society because they do one live tasting every month and it's kind of like a different style and she'll talk to you about the style and mm. so I always think it's quite good. She's really smart. She's so she's so knowledgeable. That's why I was like so happy to do the podcast with her because she just knows so much. Um so I couldn't think of anyone else I'd want to like be learning this stuff from um mm. so i joined that group and um we're doing saisons next so i bought that to do to have as part of my beer tent society saison so yeah. perfect excuse for eh? me to drink yeah exactly yeah. and and i got this one because i play D D, and my character mm. is a half elf and i was like yeah okay i need to have this for D yeah. Yeah, yeah well it's quite good actually because I, I remember when we were talking when you were looking at place and Audi had mentioned that and i had already got a bottle because i dropped some samples yeah, yeah. at the shop so it's like well this is a perfect a perfect time to to crack it up and then so but that is a bit like apple juice to me <laughs> I love yeah. it, but it smells a bit apple juicy. I'll, yeah, because I'm thinking it because I sometimes when we go to Cornwall get a um a whiskey or a, a rum aged in cider barrel or cider aged in those yeah. barrels. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's it smells like a like a barrel aged cider. Yeah, yeah. It's very definitely very smells very boozy. Yeah, I'm like, how how boozy is it going to be when I take mm. a sip? I think that tastes like just aged cider as well. Yeah, I was gonna I was waiting to see what your reaction is going to be, but I was going to say it does actually taste like a. Um, oh barrel aged cider <laughs> oh i've got definitely got the warmth at the back end as well there that was yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm, yeah i like that and it's only a wednesday night so tomorrow's gonna be fun there's yeah. a bit of like i'm getting almost i know it's supposed to be black pepper but i've almost got a bit like cinnamony taste mm. coming through like a bit of like a that type of spice coming through not yeah. so much like a sharp pepper mm. but it's um it blends really well it's really nice yeah I mean, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm the worst person to ask. Is it an actual? Is it a Belgian triple? Yes or no? I have no idea. <laughs> to be Do fair, I... my experience with it. This is why we need Joanne. This is this is why I podcast with Joanne because yeah. I can go like, so what is it supposed to taste like, Joanne? And then she'll come in and go, here's the really really good knowledge about this mm. about the style. She is like a beer encyclopedia. Um, but I don't. I've never had enough Belgian triples that I could tell you. But it's really mm. nice, and it would convince me to drink more of them. <laughs> maybe we should um get her a bottle and send it to her so she can try it on on your show yes. then she can we can see if we were on the mark yeah. or nowhere near basically i mean it's, yeah. it's good I... that we it's good that we've got both getting the same things though that's reassuring yeah. we're both on <laughs> we're, the money yeah. or both we're on the same page yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, this is when joanne chimes in and goes what are you guys doing that mm. is so so wrong no she would never do that because her stance and this is why i sort of loved i, I love recording with her is um, the whole reason I wanted to record with her in the first place really is like her her viewpoint on it is just like you're not wrong whatever mm. you taste in a beer you're right because it's yeah. your taste buds everyone's taste bud is different so I can't turn around if you tell me I get you know I get orange in it or something and I don't mm. get orange in it I can't turn around to you and go no that's wrong because that's what you're getting I can't tell you yeah. what you're tasting and whatever you're tasting is right yeah well, this if, is there's, this... if there's something that's really off then it might just be an off beer but you know you're still getting it so it's still valid yeah well this is this is the thing is I don't understand and I, I don't condone when people really sort of start arguing and kicking off with people on sort of posts on Instagram or whatever saying yeah. no nah, it's rubbish you're wrong well well no they're not wrong because yeah. every beer is different you know and, and I've had it because my brother and my dad also drink craft beer and there's we can all drink the same beer 
and all get something different from it or one like it one not one like it etc it's just you don't know what that person says yes some people might say the taste and it just to fit in or because they don't want to feel silly about what they're saying but if you're ta- like you say if you're tasting that yeah. i'm not the person to say no you're not because i don't know yeah yeah you can't like you can't tell me that i'm not tasting cinnamon in this just because you're mm. not picking it up because you know that's the thing is science is amazing taste buds are amazing mm. everyone's taste buds are so different and it's just a case of you know this happens to be what mine can pick up. I'm more sensitive to these type of tastes. You know, there's there's been beer that, you know, Helen will have, that I'll have, and, and she'll go, oh, that tastes really perfumey, and it's almost overpoweringly perfumey. And I'm like, I don't get that at all. I, I get this flavor. And it's just, it's very... It's very personal. And, and that's the thing with like Joanne is she's just like, you're not wrong. Like if that's what you smell and that's what you taste and that's what it looks like to you, you know, that's, I mean, obviously the look bit is a bit more set in stone, but yeah. you know, what you observe is, is true. Like you can't tell somebody they're wrong for that. And, um, and I think the people that kind of shame people for that, you, it doesn't matter what social media platform, what Facebook group you're in, whatever, you're always going to have people that try to gatekeep and try mm-hmm. to control and say, no, you're wrong about that. Or you shouldn't like this brewery or you shouldn't like this style. Um, mm. And at the end of the day, it's just, you got to just ignore them and just go, I know that I'm drinking what I like and this is what I taste and this is what I like. Yeah, well, this is it. And and that's the, again, the thing that I don't sort of enjoy is that people have got different entry points to beer and accessibility yep. points. Everyone's got a ceiling for percentage and cost. And if you just want to drink supermarket craft beer, that's fine. I'm not going to, if you want to drink stuff from America, that's fine. I kind of sit in sort of in the medium that I, if I'm in Tesco or Morrison's or wherever, if I could pick up a couple of cans from there for three pound, I will do. Obviously, I work in a bottle shop, so I buy from there. But I've also bought American yeah. stuff over Christmas that's been imported that was a lot more expensive. I've done that, and to me, that was more that was more expensive than what I normally pay because it, I I just don't have an infinite amount of money to chuck at American yeah. beer. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah you know, if, if you just want to drink the stuff that you can pick up on the sell on the shelves while you're doing your your weekly shop, that's fine. You know, you you enjoy yeah. that if you're enjoying it that's fine because that's what you're buying it it. for for the enjoyment and no one can tell you like oh i can't believe you got that i i get the arguments the argument for that aside you know everyone's everyone's different you know and and it's not to say that if you're only buying from supermarkets you're not also buying from um the breweries as well i mean for me i think my, my habits always tend to be i think i've talked about this elsewhere as well my habits always tend to be that i do the bulk of my craft buying direct from bottle shops or breweries Mm -hmm. um but when I do my supermarket shop, my supermarket shop, it's usually because back in the before times again, when we used to be able to have people <laughs> around, um, our friends just live around the corner from us and we love doing barbecues in the summer. Yes, 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 yes. So I just get a text message when I was at work, like, you know, our friends are coming around, they want to come around for a barbecue. Is is that all right? And I'd be like, all I have is these one-off beers. And I can drink two or three around them, but I'm like, you know. I also like to taste them. So I yeah. know some people just smash them back. For me, I'm like, I've paid enough for them. I want to appreciate them. I enjoy taking in the taste of them. So I don't want to drink that for a whole session. So mm-hmm. it will be like a supermarket for me is the last minute beers that I want that are what I'd consider fridge fillers. Yeah, exactly. So that's really, that, that's my habit. But I mean, I'm not, I can't preach to anybody to say, oh, you're wrong for doing that. Cause mm. I, I don't know their life story. I don't know if that's, you know, if, if that's what they have to do, or, you know, who am I to tell them? Well, this is it. And, and it, like you say, everyone's got a different reason for buying it or a purpose for buying it. You know, they, like I said, that might be all they can afford to buy. They might just do it yeah. because they're drinking it casually because they like a drink every now and again, not like us yeah. 
hobbyists, I will say, that have clearly got a problem that likes to drink more regularly. I know what but, you mean. It's not a problem. We've got the yeah. exact right amount. That's what I tell Joanne <laughs> all the time. We have the exact right amount. Everybody else is just wrong. As long as you post it on Instagram, it's a hobby. That's it. It's a hobby. It's, it's a justification. You've got to count for it. It's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost a part-time It's classy. Job. It's, it's almost classy a business. And it is yeah. a tasting. <laughs> if, it, if it means you have to pour it out of a can or a bottle and not just drink it straight out of that, then it is definitely classy. 100%. Yeah, that's it. Agree. We're in agreement. Um, So you kind of touched upon it anyway. Um, But one of my points that I had was, how did you come to be involved with Joanne with the Woman's Brew? Then is that just because you were in the same Facebook groups that that we're part of then? Yeah, so um, it was on one of like the events that we had back ages ago. And um, so like originally Joanne had shared about how she got her like certified beer server exam. She passed that. She got, she loves it. She only got two questions wrong. She loves saying how she only got two questions <laughs> wrong. Um, Cause she's just, she and she knows the ones that she messed up as well. Um, yeah. Cause she's just so good like that. So um, she was talking about that and the confidence that it gave her as a female. And, it, and we sort of got into this after one of our events that we had, um, we sort of did like a video chat after one of the, the group events and her and I got talking about how, um, you know, as females, we don't always have the same confidence that men have. And, and I think sometimes, and it's, I, I don't think that men in the community do this on purpose. I think that sometimes they don't even realize that there is this like sort of unconscious bias where it is still it's so much miles better, but there is still sort of like a, an edge on it being still a bit more of kind of a man's hobby. Um, mm, there's definitely. so many more females into it and there's so many great men who know that. But as a female, you do sometimes get some pushback from people that are just jerks in general that just don't. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. So we kind of bonded over that. And she was talking about how getting her certified beer server um she felt a lot more confident doing it. So she started up a beer school to help. It was aimed mainly at women, but it's not exclusively for women. Um, build their beer vocabulary and build their confidence so they could feel more comfortable talking about beer. So mm-hmm. I had always wanted to hear, there are some female podcasts out there. I listen to a lot of men podcasters um, in not just in the beer space, but overall. Um, and I thought, oh, it would be really nice to have like a podcast to hear a podcast that is, or more podcasts that are solely women as well, to balance mm-hmm. out the content I have that are men talking about beer. Yep. Um, and I tried to throw the idea at other people to do it. And everyone was like, no, no, no. And then it became a joke of like, you should do it. So just one day I kind of approached Joanne and I was like, look, you've got a lot of knowledge, like technical knowledge that you're certified in. I just have the passion that I want to learn. Why mm. don't we start a podcast? And you can kind of represent one end of the spectrum that just knows a lot technically and I can represent the likes or commoner as I like to say <laughs> that um that's more accessible we could call it more yeah. accessible um palette so like she can come in and she can give you this like really technical example of what something smells like or tastes like and then I come in and like oh it smells a bit like the beach mm. so <laughs> can <laughs> the, you the infamous, it tastes like minestrone soup yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so so that's we've been doing that and um it's been really good fun because we kind of said that even if nobody listened, we'd still do it because we just enjoy having the conversation really. Um, and and just enjoy each other's company and drinking beers together. So it's nice that some people want to listen to us. That's kind of how we started really. And we've just been going since October ish time, I think September. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's great. And I think that craft beer is such an inclusive place for anyone and everyone, regardless of their, 
age, gender, sexuality, race, whatever it is, it is just such a welcoming scene. And there yeah. are breweries that are designed to, you know, to represent those minorities, like queer brewing and things like that. There are such minorities that are represented, albeit through beer form, but it's a space that everyone feels like they have a space to be welcomed and not yeah. judged and not belittled. It's like you say, beer is is a, a male-dominated thing. Like you say, there is an unconscious bias because it is a traditionally beer is a, a man's thing, you know, and yeah. there's obviously a lot of sort of stigma around it and advertising that's sexist or you know, steered towards men with women on advertising, that sort of thing. That in craft beer now you you don't get that because it has to appeal to such a broad yeah. spectrum of people that it is it is great and it is such a welcoming thing and such a I think there's still a lot of sort of improvements to be made because it's not a level playing field by any stretch of the imagination. No, but it's come but so it's, far from yeah. where it is. And that's what I mean is like I, I didn't want, you know, I mentioned all that not to get into sort of like a, a political discussion or anything like that no, or yeah. to say that it's anything other than what it is because it, mm. it is a really great, it's a really welcoming community. I've met like so many people that when there is the odd person that makes a sexist comment, everyone jumps in, men, everybody jumps in and is like, that's not cool. We don't, you know, we don't do that here. And it's so great when people have your back and, and they do that. Right. Um, and it is such the, it's, the rare occasion that that happens now um but it's just it's that stuff of the unconscious bias where people i don't even think realize it or it's like somebody will post a marketing for something and it'll be like buy your man a brewery tour this this yeah. christmas and it's like yeah but what if i'm the one that wants a brewery tour yeah, so yeah. i think that's kind of how we bonded was over like that type of stuff but it, it's like you said it's miles better and you know than it was however many years ago and and craft beer as well specifically as opposed to sort of like um I guess the old man like pub culture that people think of it's just it's so much more inclusive and welcoming um and and yeah so that's where we started we we wanted to hear just more female voices um because we just thought they're out there you just don't hear as many mm. so we wanted to sort of make it public of like yeah here's two women that love drinking beer and they're just passionate about drinking beer yeah well that's it and it's a, it's a daunting thing to do anyway isn't it regards of thinking that you've got you're already on the back foot because you're a female in sort of a male's or a male dominant sphere. Do you know what I mean? Because putting yourself yeah. out there is is not easy, you know, for anybody, yeah. you know, and for me, especially by doing this and podcasts before, it's like, well, I, I don't think I'm the most interested of people. I've got the most sort of engaged in a voice before, but then you just, you just have to forget about that. And then, like you said, if, if somebody listens to it, then that's it. Don't listen bonus, to your, that's, you know your, I mean? that's your it's, imposter syndrome. Don't yeah, listen yeah. to it. Cause that's what Joan and I have it all the time where we're like, it's, it's imposter syndrome where you're like, who wants to listen to like, who wants to listen to me ramble on about stuff? Um, and then you'll have people that, you know, say to you, Oh, I really like that episode you did on this. And mm. I really, and you're like, Oh my God, you actually like somebody listened to it. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe somebody wanted to listen to me, but honestly, you, you're, you're interested in, you know, people listen to you. So I, I wouldn't just shut your, your, you know, inner saboteur down and be like yeah no that's not <laughs> it's like the imposter pessimist. syndrome yeah, yeah, yeah it's the imposter syndrome shut it up yeah yeah but but again it, it's the same as what you you guys will have that you do get those nice messages or that nice feedback and you see sort of because we were having this conversation the other day I think it was yesterday wasn't it that sort of numbers of dips and what have you but obviously what's going in the world but then it's like well if somebody's listened to at least one person's listened and commented yeah. then it's like well that one person has listened to what you had to say then well yeah that's that's one person that otherwise you could have met you know yeah. cheered up by listening to it or whether going out for a run or a walk or whatever you, you just don't yeah. know do you so it's it's uh yeah it's like you say you just need to sort of not doubt yourself but put yourself out there more and yeah 
like you said, like for you, you especially for you to obviously represent what is quite a, a quiet sort of voice from females in the industry because there aren't that many, are there? Yeah, like you've got you've got beer with Nat, and she does her podcast. Mm. Then you've got like a few a few others. Um, there's some like that are in the US that we've listened to. Um, and then you've got I'm talking about like specific beer focused yes, ones yeah, not yeah. just ones that happen to also drink beer mm. and then i think you've got um i think sheffield hopcast but that's 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 met that's mostly men and you know mm. so we were kind of like we want there to be more so it's not to take away from the females that are there right. we were just like we want to add to it because mm-hmm. you know no one would bat an eye if another male podcast started up so you know that's the thing is like we were like, we just want there to be even more females because maybe that will inspire even more to come out or or just to hear like, oh, okay, you know, if I was unsure about my abilities before, I'm listening to them and it makes me feel more comfortable to speak up on on, on what I'm observing. Um, so yeah, that was really kind of our, our goal was not to take away from any other group or anybody that's already doing it, but just to add more voices to it and to, you know, just kind of, speak to guys you know we've had men on our podcast and stuff like that we're not like we're not people that are like only women or anything like that it was just to say look here's two more female voices that enjoy drinking beer yeah well this is it and and it's it's like that i you're the first female to come on the podcast and that's not through oh am i yeah yeah and that's not because you are the you know i've chosen to do that but when you ask a brewery to come on generally speaking it is likely to be a male you know probably eight to nine times out of ten it will be a man that does it because again sort of brewing is seen as sort of a a masculine sort of labor intensive job that a man can do obviously there are women in the industry that do it but it is generally speaking women that are in then my sort of day-to-day job speaking to other breweries and sourcing beer buying beer Again, eight to nine times out of 10, it will be a man that I'm speaking to on the phone or by email. Again, yes, there are females, yeah, but yeah, not, yeah. not as many. Completely. And it's, it's great. And I was I was going to say that I've just started beer with Nat's beer school. But apart from... Oh, have her, you? That's yeah, brilliant. I've, I've literally just re-listened to the first episode tonight. To make, so I've made five pages of notes on the first episode <laughs> That's alone. brilliant. It's like I've actually listened to it twice just to go back through and make notes. So, But apart from her, and I was going to say you guys, and then... Laura that's on the Sheffield Hobcast show I couldn't name another podcast out there to hand that has oh there's been guest appearances on podcasts but not that have a, a staple female or female host or anchor on there I couldn't I couldn't name any more than those three so it is, it is good well, that's that you've it. got that and we were like, we want to, we want to normalize it like I said we don't mm. want to take away from anyone that's already doing it or we don't want to say you know get rid of some of the men or anything like that we were just yeah. like there's room for everybody our, our mm-hmm. stance on it is there's room for anybody if you're ever even thinking of starting a podcast we're very encouraging to go go and do it like if that's what you Try want it. to do, go and yeah. do it because it's not it's not about competition we're all in it together we all enjoy it so we're here to support each other there's room for everybody and we just want it to just be more normalized so we were like yeah. you know the more females that get out there and get behind a microphone and you know get behind video and do their podcast and something they're passionate about the more normal it's going to become for people that maybe don't see it as normal so yeah that's really kind of what our aim was so yeah well, that's it and the more, like you said the more people that do it then it just it just does become the norm doesn't it so yeah exactly. and, there, and especially during these times where there's not really a lot of other choice or things for people to do. There have been more people that have sprung up on Instagram and starting, you know, dedicated beer accounts or join more Facebook groups and things. So it is, it is great that that is, is happening. And for as long as we can encourage it, um, yeah. you know, certainly on our, on the Craft Beer UK page that we're part of, I, that is just such a, 
a welcoming space. I think it is probably the best Facebook group that I've been part of or just group in general that, again, whoever you are, post a beer that you liked it. There yeah. might be a bit of a debate about it that can sort of veer off track or what have you, but we steer it in the right direction. It's going to happen everywhere, isn't it? That's going to happen everywhere. People. We do our best to make sure that it gets back on track and it, and it remains about the beer. That's, I think, yeah. what we do really well is we just go, it's about the beers, forget everything else, doesn't matter anything else, it's about the beer. So Yeah, well, this is it. And this, the, this is because we're both moderators of that group and we were yeah. collectively as a group of trying to sort of solidify some rules. And I think that was the main thing is that as long as you don't have an agenda and you're not offending anybody, yeah, that, yeah. that's it. It's, ju- it's just beer. Talk about beer. Yeah. You can veer off, but as long as you're not offending anybody, then... yeah. That's it. I mean, you can get into heated debates if you want, but don't get personal Mm. and keep it about the beer. Like at the end of the day, the beer is what's really important. Don't don't personally insult somebody. Don't, you know, don't insult anybody else because that's cutting down to that level. It takes away from the beer and then you've lost the argument anyway. So that's what we just go like, keep it about the beer. You can get passionate about your argument. You can disagree, but just keep it about the beer and don't get personal. And I think that's what we do really well. 100%. Yeah. And and like what I said earlier, I think that's the thing about Instagram is that as long as people are nice, friendly and not slagging each other off, commenting and saying you're wrong, then it's just like, just keep it that way because at the end of the day, we're just here to enjoy beer collectively and that's that's how it should stay so yeah exactly agree. so hopefully hopefully it stays that way um but we'll move on to beer three um, yeah i was gonna say get away from the like <laughs> the, politics, the, politics the, like side. yeah the uh yeah. the uh heated like emotional debates yeah, i feel like a lot of firsts tonight your first video first mm. female guest on the podcast that was like this is, this you know first drinking while here. you do it we are i feel it's like a true ground. groundbreaker this yeah, is amazing this is, i'm so happy <laughs> yeah this is amazing let's, let's just hope this all goes to plan and the recording works and the order if it's if we if we get to the end of this now and then it's all just for nothing then it's like we had a nice chat if then we had else, a really great nice chat, chat so it's fine. <laughs> so it's fine it's fine i regret nothing yeah um so before we move on to the uh, to the last beer then so what's um what's your final thoughts on this this elf i already finished it really have like you finished it. the full thing no, I didn't. Oh, I was going to say you kept your heart. I, I left half of it. Heart, yeah. Don't be silly, because I do. Despite what people think, I'm not horrible to my husband. I do like. I'll take the notes. I'll take the photos. I'll do all that, and then I let him have some if he wants some, because I yeah. am a nice person. You're a good I am person charitable. At heart. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it was really nice. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, mm. I think that. I wouldn't say that it hides the ABV, but I'd say it probably tastes spot on what the ABV is. Mm. Like I wouldn't think it was, despite it tasting sort of having that barrel aged cider taste to it. Mm. I wouldn't say it tasted higher than what it was. I thought it tasted spot on. I didn't really get the pepper part as much, but I'm happy that I didn't get the pepper part as much because I think maybe too much Mm. pepper could have ruined the balance. It was very well balanced. So I really enjoyed it. What about yeah, you? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting that warming element to it, which I think is probably more because of the percentage as opposed to the pepper. Like you say, <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting it overly, but I I would, if I was tasting that blind, I would be tempted to say that is like a barrel-aged cider or something. Yeah. So it, it definitely smells that sort of apple-y, fruity, but then also a bit of rum or whiskey, something like almost almost smells in the middle and a bit like sherry also, something like that. So it's yeah, it's interesting. And, and like I said, if that is what a Belgian triple should be, then I probably will do more board. of it. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm, I'm all for that. If it's not, then I might get a nasty shock next time I have a Bel- Belgian triple. But for as long as these guys are putting stuff out there that's like that, I'll give it a go because that, that Belgian stuff for me is quite quite wheaty, quite yeasty. Oh, uh, so I love which, it. I which, absolutely love that. Which I don't get from that at all. 
And the, the same with that Saison. I didn't get any of that from that Saison because I know Saison can be quite funky depending on how it's been um, yeah. fermented with the yeast. But again, I didn't really get any of that. So from the, the two out of two that I've had from them, I'm, I'm on board so far. So And their artwork is amazing. They've got yes. the coolest artwork on it. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, I, yeah, I said, I've got that Saison and the artwork on both are really cool. Mm. That's what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to put in another order. Like, this is, this is what you guys kill me because you're like, just buy more. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm poor, but okay, I'll just put in another order. It's the shipping that kills. If it was like no yeah. shipping, then I'd be like, yes, buy all the things. Um, but that's what I'm going to have to do is like next payday, if these are still around, I'm going to have to buy two more of these and I'm going to have to have Joanne school me on it just to yeah, say, yeah. is this how it's supposed to be? Or is this just really amazing? Not yeah, that well, the normal one wouldn't be, but. Yeah, well, I'd be interested if you did both get one to see what you what Joanne's thoughts, technical thoughts were beyond just, like we say, we enjoyed it and it, and it tastes like aged cider. See what her thoughts of it are and if it should taste like that or if that's what a Belgian should taste like. So yeah, yeah, I, I look forward to the Tartarus special. Let's put it that way. So yeah. <laughs> Just order them all and be like, now yeah. teach me about them. <laughs> yes. We'll listen with open ears. She yeah. she does a lot for me. I made her brew me a mustard beer and she's doing that because the Oscar Blues French's mustard beer they did. I couldn't right. get that over here and I was really mm. curious on trying it. And she was like, she got a recipe that came through that was like, here's how to brew your own. She home brews and she was like mm. Do you want me to make it for you? I was like, yes, please. please. And she's like, all right. And then she's like, then she's posting the things I do for this one. I've made her mm. must be. I'm like, thank you. So the least I can do is buy her one of these and then ask her to teach me about it. <laughs> Seems like a fair payment, doesn't it, really? Yeah. If people are buying your beer, you must be doing something right. So. <laughs> so, so yeah, so the last beer that we'll move on to um, is by Three Hills. It's their Keller Lager. The heating's on which, like we said, we've both recently spoke to Three Hills. They're so we've lovely. both chatted to these guys recently. Yeah. And I have had one of these already, which I did mention when we, uh, when we were coordinating, because I, um, as we were talking earlier about sharing beer orders, uh, myself and a pal Craig both ordered their tasting pack. And given I'm not a fan of stouts, I just said to him, look, if you want to send me the other lager, send me the other lager, I don't mind. And between us and everybody who listens and watches, he didn't actually enjoy the stout. Did he not? No. Oh. So he's got he's got two cans of that stout that he didn't enjoy. So I think he actually oh, he probably wanted the lager back. Yeah. He so. can send me the stout. I re- which stout was it in the end? Oh, which one remember. of it did you get? It was the one that was came in the latest latest tasting pack. Um, I think it was all mixed though. Uh, everyone sort of got something different. I think mm. there was a few different ones you could get. I got fudge brownie, but I think well, it depends on which ones you got. He said it was quite minty. So I don't it's Rocky Road. Are, is it Rocky Road? Yeah. I think it's Rocky Road. I didn't have that one, but mm. I remember Dave from a hoppy place saying, mm. yeah, there was a bit of mint in his Rocky Road. Did yeah. he get two Rocky Roads then? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll just, I'll just message him and go, look, mate, I'll trade you something yeah, yeah. for that. Send I... me all the stouts. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll well, have no... it. I loved it. Yeah, well, normally he's the, he's the stout fiend. You know, that, that's, that style is him. You know, he will drink stouts all day. You know, he, that's what he's about, but like for, for because people are like if you traded a lager for a stout you're a fool and i'm like it, it literally would probably end up going yeah. down the sink it's better that it goes to somebody who enjoys oh, it no. than somebody like me that'll have a because obviously i can't share it with anybody no i'll have a sip out of it and be like and then i have got a couple of stouts Such in my waste. collection that I, I want to share with people because i don't want to open them and then waste because if i 
get seen drain pouring that i'll be shunned no you will 100 percent get shunned because that's the one thing that you probably won't get as much tolerance on (laughs) it's just drain pouring just because you don't like it (laughs) that will be what what people go be like i don't like stouts and i opened the stout and i didn't like it so drain pour it people will be all over you about that well i I think drain pour is reserved for an absolute last resort as well yeah like you physically cannot neck it Yeah. yeah If you, if if that is horrible, undrinkable, then fine. Sink pour it or drain pour it. To, but just because well, I didn't like that, chucking it. Because most things I'll be able to just, you know, I'll be able to struggle with and just drink it because I'm drinking it because I've bloody bought the thing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to say that like, because because th- then I think there's this whole debate of like, well, should you just drink it because you've paid for it? Or like, if mm. you don't enjoy it, should you keep drinking it? And for me, even if I don't 100% enjoy it, if I'm not hating it and i just find that it's okay like i'll Mm -hmm. still drink it it has to be something that i really truly do not like so like we did um joanne and i did an episode of our podcast um we did collab fest so we covered the whole weekend of collab fest from from brewdog and Mm -hmm. we we both got i'm a beer morty by hand brew co and it wasn't bad it wasn't that it was a bad beer it was that <laughs> I should have known because I was really stupid. And I was like, we guessed even like I'm a beer Morty has to be a pickle beer. And I, she got hers in the pack and I physically went and picked it up from the Red and brew dog. And I didn't actually read the description. I was just like, I'm going to have it. Cause it's Rick and Morty. I'm literally wearing a Rick and Morty t-shirt right now. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I'm going to get it. We took a sip of it and it's a, it was a cucumber. I was oh. like, this is pick- I was like, this is pickle. Oh. And I hate yeah. pickles and she hates pickles. And we were like, we're really sorry, Hambruco, because it's not your fault. We just really don't like pickles. <laughs> and yeah. I should have known, but it was a nice touch. They did like a Szechuan pepper or something in it. And it was like, well done. Nice nod to Rick yeah. and Morty. But I just couldn't. That's what I, because I couldn't drink it. I just drained it. Yeah. Well, well, cucumber doesn't belong in anything, if you ask me, because I, I just hate cucumber. And that's oh, putting, I love putting, cucumber, but putting cucumber in a beer is just, oh, just no. I'm all for experiment, and, uh, and this is the great thing about craft beer. It's great that you can experiment with these things, but some things just don't belong in beer. And cucumber, <laughs> it's like because North did that golden milk, which had turmeric in it, and again, turmeric does not belong in beer. I try is, it though. I, I mean, I had. I mean, <laughs> I try had, it because it's interesting. Well, this is. It. I'll try I mean, anything I, once, like uh, Martin's Brew House in the US. They've done like a buffalo wing a buffalo chicken wing beer and they've done like a ranch dressing and i was like i wouldn't pay money to get it over here but if i was local to that place like a hundred percent i would try it because like how often are you going to get to try a buffalo wing beer Mm. like never and a ranch and then what if you mix them i bet that would be really good yeah it was like the tiny rebel tiny rebel did their glazed ham stay puffed didn't they so it's like yeah mate it tasted (laughs) the one thing so a lot of people will I, I'm included in this. I will definitely call out Tiny Rebel when they are nothing like what they say they're going to be. This one was exactly, exactly <laughs> as it said it was going to be. Yeah. It was like they put a ham sandwich in a blender and they were like, here you go. It was aggressively ham. That yeah. is all I can describe it as. And again, why? Why would you want ham in a beer? It's just... Because they can. And well, this is it. I know, I know because they can. And then in some ways they can get away with it in many respects because they know a lot of people will buy it. Yes, they get a lot of hate yeah. on sort of the Instagram and socials, but they have a very, the same very people loyal still following. buy it. Yeah, people will buy it. And this is the thing. For as long as people will buy it, they will continue to do it because um, yeah. they did that cola. They did the cola sour last year, didn't they? Which I know that got sort of a bit of a, 
a pierced in. Yeah, I've got that, but I so like I didn't buy that, and I didn't buy the glazed ham. My sister-in-law for Christmas got me a few of them because she lives in mm. Newport. She lives near Tiny Rebel, so she okay. got me the um, the soft serve one. They did the double ninety nine. Yes. Um, because she knows I like ice cream beer. So she got me that. She got me the glazed ham. She got me the mint stay puff, which I hear is better than when they did the stay put mint. Because mm. that one, there was no mint in it at all. I was really gutted. But apparently this one's really minty. Um, and then she got me the um, co- the cola, the funk cola sour thing. But I haven't had it yet because I'm like, oh, save that one. Not yeah, as keen yeah. on that one. You know, I mean, I, I don't really drink their beer as much anymore really just because I, I don't see it very often and i don't buy from breweries direct so there's not enough available for me to yeah. justify the shipping but their pump their pump at the jam i do if i do see that anywhere i do like that one because i think that is quite a nice beer of theirs but i remember last year when they did the um they did the imperial version that was that, I've that, said it. I've I'm not saying anything because I've already said so much. I've brought this up so many times. I'm just not mouth yeah, shut. Not true. saying anything on that. But I I used to love um, pump up the jam. But I had it more recently in the last year, and it's just I don't know if they've changed the recipe or if they've changed. You know, maybe a bad batch. I, I don't know. But I I had it last year when I was in Wales for the, you know, the two weeks we weren't on lockdown. <laughs> we yeah, got an Airbnb yeah. and went to Wales. And um, it just tasted really malty. So it was just really malty sweet. And it lost that element of like jam donut that it normally had. Um, So I don't know. I don't know what's happened there. If it was just happened to be the one off bad batch that I got. But um, I always used to love it. But yeah, turn it up to 11 was uh, something, something else. (laughs) It was a discussion point. Definitely. It was a discussion point, but not not quite the discussion point that they intended. But well if you ask them it was well yeah (laughs) but there you go there you go that's a that's a that's a different debate for a different podcast yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um so the the last sort of subject that we that we had which I thought I'd put in there for a bit of a bit of fun which I I haven't covered before necessarily and I thought it'd be quite interesting is desert island beers so you get stuck on a desert island Tory you can only drink three beers or styles forever I could I could probably do styles better than beers because beers would be really difficult to go you can only have these three beers forever Mm. um that would be really tough I'd have to really think about that one Mm. I should have like pre-thought about these but I just I mean we'll take styles we'll take styles okay I'll go if you think of any particular beers as part of so I would say I would say like I would go dipper because I really like hoppy juicy juice bombs Mm -hmm. that are also like I just found that my drinking habits I really struggle to find anything that's like what you would call session level in my Mm -hmm. fridge anymore everything's all like six seven eight nine and it's heading towards sort of dipper level so I'd say probably dippers if I wanted to cheat I could just say IPAs overall but I feel like that's cheating so I won't do that that's a cop out yeah (laughs) yeah I would say dippers um then I would say uh probably like pastry stouts Mm. we'll say pastry stouts because i'll make it specific and i won't just say stouts yeah Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then i'd probably say sours because i really like i feel like those three together would really cover like all the bases so like i could do breweries like if i could only have three breweries i'd go uh siren because that's one of my favorites like everyone knows it's one of my favorites Mm -hmm. vault city because those sours are actually incredible yeah um and then 
third brewery because I was just thinking like Siren does really good barrel aged stout, so they kind of cover all that. And I've dippers, not really then. had. You've any... got a brewery for dippers now that you've got to think of now. Yeah, I've not. I've not really drank a. Admittedly, I've not had a lot of Verdant. Mm. So, but maybe I'd have to say them because they just seem to be like dipper after dipper. So maybe I'll go Verdant as my yeah, third one. Yeah. Cover it, all the bases. Yeah, I mean it is tricky because I mean I mean a Verdant beer would be one of one of mine. I mean I think Bloom is one of their best beers that they do, which is part of their core range, which is more a bit West Coasty. Um, so it's not the sort of their big juicy big in dippers or New England's. But I I love Bloom yeah. because I love I prefer that sort of West Coast style. So I mean. That to me would be one of them. That'd be the the beer and the, the sort of the style. But I, I think I'd have to have a Vault City Sour in there. You know, it, it'd either be a Vault City Sour yeah. or it'd have to be something like Schofferhofer, just just for pure drinkability. Yeah. Um. Even like Schoff on soft serve, that'd be up there as an option because once you've had Schofferhofer on soft serve, it's just a, a revelation. <laughs> that that is just the. I've not had it at all, let alone soft served. If you if you can have it, <laughs> if you can have it, it is fantastic it's just such an easy drinking summer beer it's only two and a half 2.8 percent it's um it's a radler it's like a wheat beer but it's like 50 percent yeah. grapefruit juice and 50 percent wheat beer um but it's just such a drinkable i've beer seen it pop up a bunch and i was like i don't know who this is but everyone seems to like it but then i was like yeah. because it's it says like radler and i was like well i don't know if it's mm. going to be too too light like i was almost concerned it would be too light so maybe it's I need to like give it a go juice. in the summer. That's it. Maybe I need to just try it. Yeah. I'll get it one is, over the summer when it's nice out. It is perfect beer garden drink for me. Is like if you just sit in the sun drinking that, because it's only like I say two and a half, two point eight percent, you could sit and drink that all day. And it is just mm. because it is fifty percent juice, it is just like drinking grapefruit juice. So if you like grapefruit juice or juice in general, then yeah, it is. I'll give it's, it a uh, go. Yeah, it's I mean it's so cheap. I mean, we we had it in We've sold out of it now, but we were selling it for about two pound twenty a can. Oh, nice! You know, so it is it is cheap enough to at least have a. I'll just have to tack it, it on to another order next time I see one. I'll just tack one on and yeah. just see what I think of it and see how I make make it out. Yeah, but we um, we me and Anna we uh, went to vacation in Leeds. Well, have been not last year, the year before now. Um, Assembly Underground and they had a slushy machine. Oh. And they were they were serving a cider and they were serving shop offering soft serve and I was like I, I, That's I amazing have, I have to have that beer and it is, it is just it is just fantastic. That just sounds fantastic. incredible. I've got to do yeah. that. And another people like my brother thinks soft serve is just like a big no no. But I know that I know that even stouts are served on soft serve. You know I've seen that as well. So you know, I've, I've, I've never. Yeah, I've seen it done, but I've mm. never been anywhere that's actually been serving it because I mm. think like. Brewdog might have served something soft serve, but it's always in London. And it was like I was never in the London location when that happened. Yeah. And I think maybe Tiny Rebel did, but I'm not sure. But I've seen like photos of places doing soft serve. Mm. I've never actually been someplace that was doing it. So now mm. that's that I feel like that would be quite interesting to try. I wouldn't say no to it. I would definitely give it a go. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. And we've had it a couple of times at festivals like Leeds International. Um I don't know if they've done it at Hop City or whatever, but I know that I've had it in Beatniks Republic in their tap room in Manchester before. Um, so I met my Martin. It does he feel had a... a bit weird though, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. It is weird. It, until you until you go and do it, then or try it, it is sort of why would you yeah. do that? Because it's like the set like Coke floats and things for me. It's like I've never oh, yeah, ever thought weird. Yeah, why would you put ice cream in beer? And it's like, well, it's it's not really ice cream, do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, until you've until you've really experienced it, I don't think you can then appreciate it. Um, but I think it's something that you need to at least try once. Yeah. If you don't like oh. it, you don't like it. But if you do, then it's one of them things that 
I need that again. I need when to we can travel, again. when we can travel again, I'll have to like hunt it down. I wonder how good like Vault City would be in like oh, soft soap form. Like it would be like slush, like a nice sour, mm. like shaved ice. Yeah, say shaved ice quite good yeah, I think. yeah like i said because it's, it's a summer thing for me it's, it's just a, a sour or something incredibly light that you put on there so for me if fault city did do that then, then maybe I'd, this I'd is your calling though you need to convince like you need to do it for yorkshire craft beers you need to do like you've got you've got taps now you could go like also we're gonna get, get a slushy machine, a slushy machine <laughs> in the summer <laughs> it's funny because me and james do or because we, we do eventually we said we want to open a bar it's like would you have a slushy machine on bar? And it's like, I'd, I'd be swaying to no just because I wouldn't want to, because it's just buying a slushy machine just for that. But then you'd have a slushy machine. Yeah. <laughs> you could do some really interesting things other people can't do. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if it'd be worth necessarily buying a full machine for it, but it's a discussion a discussion worth having, I'm sure. It's not if a it, no. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, this is it. And if we did a festival at the shop and we could rent one, I'd, I'd definitely be all for that and saying, well, yeah, this yeah, is what yeah. we're doing. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know whether I commit to everyone on a bar permanently or not. That might be a no, step definitely too far. rent it. Definitely mm. rent it. That sounds like a better option. <laughs> yeah, rent a slush. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just on back onto this sort of the desert island beers. Anyway, I put the sort of the the question out there for some other people to answer. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, Craig, who I was talking about earlier, he just literally replied all the stouts. So just all the stouts. Yeah. So not, except not just, except the three hills, he doesn't want yeah, that one. Yeah. That one can go. Apart from that one, yeah, yeah. That that one can stay off the desert island. That one's not allowed on. So yeah, um, John at considering craft, he he put a milk stout, uh, a West Coast and a milkshake IPA. So a couple of nice light beers in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rory from this is my beer account. He said a pale, a North TFG, which obviously like we were saying sours, that would be that would be a good shout as yeah. an alternative. And he also said pastry stout, so like you, sort of the big big pastry stouts. Um, edge of the area, they went something light and testable, so Jaipur by Thornbridge, which is a, a great shout. It was a cask beer, you know, that sort of yeah. a traditional cask beer, which I don't think really cask beer would probably get a shout as much. Well, yeah, because on your desert island, would you have like casking like are you relying on cans or like is it going to be like a little bar set up and then you've got like the pump and everything <laughs> how is it gonna how's it gonna go island. it's your desert island you can do you've got one you can one, do whatever you want yeah you've got a tiny bar with one handful on it and it's jaipur in cask if that's what you want yes. that's that's absolutely fine um then simon from secure western pikes he said chubbles so like when i mentioned chubbles earlier and then he yeah. said a veil a veil sour so again a lot of love for the sours um, and Lervig Three Bean Stout, which I you know that Ooh. gets a, a good high rating. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, the, the, the sours, I think the, the sours are good for a desert island because it's it's tropical. I'm assuming your desert island's not an Antarctic one. Like, oh, I'm no, assuming you're going sh- for like a yeah, nice yeah. tropical, sunny one. Yeah, so I think that's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do very well there. Um, but I think when it's like nice and warm, you could go like, here's a nice fruity, sour almost cocktail like beer that doesn't taste like beer as mm. as people would think i think that's like the perfect style yeah yeah that, that's Glad that's the beauty of, yeah that's the beauty of sours for me is that you're drinking beer but it just doesn't taste like beer, like beer. but yeah. it's great that you can call it beer because it's, it's yeah, great because it is <laughs> yeah because it is and that's the end of it um and then jack thwaites he'd said steady rolling man which is a good shout for a pale which is probably yeah. one of my sort of favorite solid solid pails that's out there at the moment putty 
by Verdant, which we mentioned earlier. And TFG again, so a bit of love for the uh, Triple Fruitwood Goes series from, from North, which I must admit yeah. is is a good series. So, so yeah, so thank you to everyone that answered. But it's, yeah, it, it definitely is going to be a warm a warm island. It's not going to stick yeah. you in sort of an, an igloo in your thermals. and. <laughs> I'd cry. I wouldn't like that at all. I'm much more of a sudden person. So yeah. just, you'd, you'd yeah, want all the stouts if you got bunged in the, uh, bunged in the cold, definitely. So. Yeah, that's it. It would be very stout heavy if you said it's an Antarctic. You could only have three. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, big stouts. Or that, that elf, that would warm you up. Yeah, yeah, that, that would that definitely be, warm. that would be one. That would be one if I was in an Antarctic island. Definitely, definitely. Um, so I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Tour. We made it through. We made it through. Um, but before we wrap up, the Kalalaga by Three, Three Hills, we, we will finish with our thoughts on the heating is on, which it probably is, given we are in cold february and we had snow up north i don't know about you, you had down snow haha <laughs> we did not have snow thankfully i wouldn't yeah no. i wouldn't stand for that no I had, I had a snow day yesterday i was like um, i'm not driving in that today nope no thank you, <laughs> I, you. no i did that twice the other week when it snowed and i was i got stuck in it twice so i was like i'm, oh, not, doing, no. I'm not doing it again I'm yes not doing your it heating again. is properly on so <laughs> it's always on up here it's cold always up north. on it's always cold up north so heating on jumper on everything keep warm everything's it's on cheap. it's cheap up north so that's the good thing <laughs> that's what it balances out it's, i put my heating on and i'm like just take my kidney just have yeah, it it's fine it's fine it all balances out so yes the keller ligatory how, how how have you found it um i interestingly enough and i i don't know if this makes sense the smell of it i almost smelled a bit like corn grain okay like i don't know how to describe it other than like a corn kernely mm. type aroma to mine i don't know it's a very malty aroma yeah but it wasn't yes, like what i'd normally get from like like maltiness it was mm. just specifically for me it was corn. just specifically like a corn type smell mm. i don't i don't know why yeah. um but yeah it's it's good i'm not a massive like lager person if i'm honest mm. um but it was it was very well done like you can tell just because it's not my style i could still tell that it was very well like high quality mm-hmm. ingredients went into it and that it was very well made. Yeah. So I think it's a good one. It's just that it's not the type of beer that I typically go for. So it's yeah. hard for me to give a fair rating on it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not generally speaking a lager person. It's something I'm trying to get into more lagers, pilsners, mm. that sort of thing. I'm trying to get into a more yeah, I expand too, yeah. my knowledge and sort of, because to me, lager is lager a lot of the time. It's just a lager will taste like lager regardless of who yeah. has made it. Um, but I've had a few recently that I enjoy, and, and this is is one of them. Like I said, I've had a can of it already. Um, I had that that did the evening before I record with uh, Three Hills, and, and off the record, just as we were finishing, I was talking to um, I was talking to him about it, and it, and he said said that it probably isn't a Keller Lager because you probably traditionally, if, you know, if you get that to a, a uh, German, right. you know that that's that's not a Keller Lager. That's definitely not. Yeah. But their take on a Keller Lager, which I actually really do quite like, because it has got. You can tell it's a lager, definitely. I think it's got that sort of lagery finish at the end. But like yeah. you say, I think it's got that extra bit of body and flavour from There's a bit more depth malt. to it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit more depth to the flavours than what you'd mm. normally get out of a normal lager. And I mean, I, Joanne and I all the time on our podcast where we're tasting lagers, we're always like... Uh, I'm not really a lager person, but I really mm. like this. So we always we always say we're not really lager people, but then we'll go, but I like this one. Um, mm. I think just like the, ke- the Keller lager for me, I've not really had too many. So maybe it's just 
that that particular style is not not one that I get on with. Um, I I'm just not big into them. But like I said, it's the depth of flavors there, and it's very clearly a a well done high high end lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and for me, if if I saw that on somewhere, I would happily drink that. You know, I, I think it's a, a great. I like, the, I like the label. I think it's mm. really um the label itself. I mean, for anyone that's seen it or where we held it up a, a few minutes ago uh when we when we poured it but it's like a bundle of sticks and it's mm. just a very clean to the point label um yeah. and i just i thought it's a very clean modern design and i really like it and it's 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 not the most brightly colored or over the top artwork or anything like that it's it's understated but you look at it and you just go mm. that catches my eye for some reason and i don't know why it's just clean yeah. modern lines and it's a I would definitely pick it up again if I if I saw it somewhere. Yeah, less is definitely more, especially with that one. But I, everything yeah. that I've had by them so far, I, I have enjoyed it. You know, it's not a case of I'd, I was saying that to them because I was being nice. If if I yeah. didn't enjoy it, I would say, like, I think we were talking off air, is that if you don't enjoy something, there's a way to say you didn't like you it. It's not yeah. for you. You know, you don't stick the boot in. But you, yeah. you do just say to them, look, I drank it and it wasn't for me. And I think most breweries will appreciate your honesty. You know, yeah. they'll accept that they can't please everybody and you won't yeah. enjoy everything that you possibly buy. You're not going to like everything that, no. you know, every style, even as much as I say, like, I like everything across the spectrum, you know, barley wines, I don't gravitate to barley wines and lagers. I don't tend to gravitate towards them. They're a bit more hit and miss now because I've mm-hmm. tried more, but you know, barley wines, I don't even try anymore because I've just, all the ones I've had, I've never liked, you know, you're never going to get someone. It's very rare. You'll get someone that likes every single thing and appreciates every single spectrum of flavor. So it's not a slight of them. I had the exact same, everything I had from them. I really liked. And I was like, I wanted to be like, I'm not just saying this because I'm interviewing you. Their yuzu <laughs> was amazing. Their forbidden fruits mm. yuzu was incredible. Yeah. I've, I've still got that, that one. And I've got the Sabro Dipper left to have. Um, but I had that temporary expression of life was the other Sabro beer that was in the tasting, but I had that and I really enjoyed it. Cause I mean, sab- anything that's got Sabro in it, I will, yeah, I I will go towards cause I, I just, I just love the flavor, but I've got the dipper <laughs> and too. the yuzu left. Um, and based on what I've had so far, it, it definitely won't be my it's last quality. order by them. No, yeah. it's quite, it's absolute quality. Yeah. So. And, and I hadn't heard about them until, until recently, you know, I had, I hadn't seen anything by them until sort of a month sort of this yeah. year you know start of this year that's it you know they've been going uh, yeah. longer than that we were I the assume... same we were the same we didn't really know much about them until i mm. saw them on craft beer pinups facebook live and then i was mm. like let me check them out and it just looked really interesting really good and and the theme has been for all the ones i've had it's been very well executed um very clean very you know lots of depth in the flavors and just really quality so mm. I'm excited to try even more from them. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And get the and hat I, when you put an order and get the hat. The hat's oh, really I, good. I, yeah, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I think the hat's amazing. It is like the warmest thing. I don't like taking it off my head. I took it off for you. Mm. Um, I didn't want to make you jealous, so I was like, I won't wear it today. We, we, we but, might not um, have recorded if you came on with the that's hat. It, you, I, I would have put the hat on, and yeah. you would have gone no, and then you would have shut it down. Highly recommend <laughs> it though. When you put in the next order, buy the hat. It's really yeah. good. I am. I am a sucker for sort of bobble hats. So. Well, we, we've it's got warm. a thing. We've got a thing. Well, this is it. We've got a thing at the shop because the shop is really cold at the minute because obviously it's cold outside. Um, and we we just ordered some beers from Mondo in London, and it was like, John, has you chuck anything in? I can chuck you a shirt, a glass, whatever. And literally, James, the first like, thing hats, was, please. Have you got any beanie hats? He was like, Yeah, do you want a beanie hat each? He was like, Yes, yes. Send us all the hats, please. Hats, send please. all the hats. 
So yeah, so I think it is now going to have to be a thing that when I put an order in, it is decision is hats. do they have hats? Yes or no? Well, if they've not got any hats, then that's it. <laughs> no, not doing it. It's not, not happening now. It. Not happening. It's not happening. Oh, but yeah, it does look like a good hat. I must admit, it's quality. So highly recommend. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll stick one in my order next time I order from them. Um, but yes, that is it, Tori. That that brings us to the end of this show. So right, thank you. So thank you very much for. For joining and taking your time out on this, like I said, on this Wednesday night, this school night, <laughs> my school that, night that we said we were trying not to drink on, but you know, yeah. lockdown, so why not? Different rules, why isn't not? it? Yeah, you can get away with anything. You can yeah. justify anything in a lot of It's like around Christmas, you can say, "Oh, it's Christmas." It's lockdown. Lockdown. That's, all, that's it. End of. End of. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It's been it's been really fun. Time, like we said at the beginning, time just flew. All of a sudden, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh just flown by so yeah thanks for having me on it was great yeah no i appreciate it i appreciate it so um so for anybody who is listening that hasn't checked you or joanne or your show out previously where can people find more information about a woman's brew and and your profiles on their own yeah so um if you want to find me individually uh, i'm on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism if you want to find joanne on instagram um her personal account for her beer is um at a woman's brew so that's on instagram um and then she has her beer school for anyone that's interested in learning about her beer school um it's on instagram at love beer learning and she's got a website which is lovebeerlearning.com um if you want to write into our podcast, you can write into her uh, into the podcast using her email, which is lovebeerlearning at gmail.com because she can pick that up and feed it back to both of us. Um, and then to find our podcast, A Woman's Brew, we are on all major podcast platforms and YouTube. We're under, um, you can find us sort of under the umbrella of Love Beer Learning, or if you just type in A Woman's Brew podcast, it should come up and you'll see my face on YouTube. You'll see Joanne's face on YouTube. Um, she does do the beer tense society which i'm in so if you want to come and do live tastings with me and joanne it's joanne running it but we do a fun live chat that's good she's got a galentine's day event that's coming up you don't have to be in the beer tent for that i'm going to be on that as well so if you check her out at love beer learning you can find out more on that as well so lots of things going on lots, lots of things of going on things. yeah yeah <laughs> lots of beery things yeah and, and again what is it what else is there to do apart from talk about beer drink beer down. listen to beer just <laughs> that's it that's all that we have to do. But no, I can, I can, I can highly recommend your podcast. Um, definitely, it's nice to, like I say, it's nice to have Joanne's sort of knowledge beyond yeah. our simple "I like it, I don't like yeah. it" sort of thing. Which <laughs> it's good, tastes bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why I've sort of jumped on with uh, Nat's beer school is because I want to kind of get that understanding more of what goes into beer, what drives yeah. those flavors, how it's made and even from the first episode that I've, I've listened to just about the malt and the water is just I had a basic understanding but sort of just that episode yeah. alone as like I say I've made five pages worth of notes on it it's like there's so much to know about me yeah. if you want to so it is just you know it's great to hear sort of Joanne's thoughts on to give you a bit more expansion yeah. but by the same token for people that are at our level it's not sort of done in a condescending or snobby way yeah she's very it's very accessible very accessible is how we'd say it um she's she's very good at she can talk about it in a way that's more educated um and she also she she builds me up so that i have the confidence Mm -hmm. of when i'm like i think this is right but i'm not sure she's like yeah that's right and i'm like okay Mm -hmm. yeah it's right um and she just she has a way of you know 
being able to phrase it in a way that I totally get it and, and it makes yeah. sense to me as a person that doesn't have that that background so yeah, highly but recommend it, all that. but it, it's, it's a nice podcast that is like you say it's done in a conversational manner you know and that's yeah. the things that I like about podcasts is that it's a conversation it's like you've you've just sat and had a drink in a pub or at home or whatever there's a microphone just been plonked between you and you just natural it's not forced it's yeah. not staged it's you know there's a bit of a, a rough agenda shall we say but apart from yeah. that it's just a, a general conversation which I do like and it is nice to yeah. albeit I do only have a 10 minute drive to and from work at the moment <laughs> so those 10 minutes I do get a brief bit in whilst on the morning before the shop opens I pack an order and then on the way home but if I'm upstairs listening you know to them or if I'm in the bath or whatever it is it is a good listen so no I, I do thoroughly thoroughly recommend that people do go check it out and Jeez. give it a listen and a subscribe and a share so so Thank yes you. no you're very welcome but for we've me we've started just getting people on ours so we'll have to get you on ours at some point as well yeah. we've only just started and eventually when we start figuring out getting our head around stuff you'll have to come on ours as well yeah she can come and school me and test my knowledge after <laughs> yeah more, that'll more be brilliant with, uh, with like, i don't know yeah. i'm sorry i didn't bring my notes <laughs> i'm sorry so i just like the beer i'm sorry hang my head in shame hang my head in shame but no that'd be cool no that'd be cool to have a have, have a chat because it's, it's a good discussion when there's three, two or two of you but three i think it, it's it's good to have a good sort of an extra expanded chat of yeah, yeah. more information and an, an extra person so no i'll uh, i look forward to it um but for anybody that's not following me which hopefully you are by now if you're listening or watching this um on instagram and on twitter i am points underscore of underscore brew um if you've got any questions comments feedback anything at all please feel free to contact me send me a message comment anything at all um, but i also do have an email address of points at brew at gmail.com and if you've got anything at all be nice you know if you, if you don't like it don't send me an email saying you don't send like email. it <laughs> yeah don't email me but if it's nice please email me but if you've got any suggestions anything you'd like to say if you want to be on it or anyone that i should feature in future send it over and i will uh, i'll get back to you and, and let you know but tori thank you very much for for joining me and i'll, uh, I'll speak to you again soon yeah have a good evening bye <laughs>